Hey everyone and welcome back to What Happened to Us with Nate, Sam, and Hugh. This week we go down a rabbit hole of rom-coms and what actually happened to all of them because, you know, they are no longer a thing that we see this much, turns out. Eh, who knew? Throwing in a little vaccine talk, NCAA tournament because, you know, why not? And uh, Sam wants to do a deep dive of face-off, also a little bit of a Piven Cusack thing towards the end of the conversation. So here we go, folks. That's what I was going for. It's like, are you doing a documentary and, and you don't want to show your face? Yes, and I'm hoping that uh, that in post he will uh, do that deep thing for my voice. Uh, I will work on that. I actually can do that, but interesting. That would yeah. be that would, that would make for an interesting episode. I am capable. There's like a there's, a there's a word for that machine, right? That does that, that jumbles your a voice modulator. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's can the you that's... if if I can take requests, can you make it the same voice from Scream? Uh... Or. Or just auto-tune it. I, it's more, I can do more of an auto-tune and... Just just make it super deep. Exactly. So, And I'm like, I'm peeking over here, but yeah, it's working. Okay. Uh, you peaked a long time oh, ago. Oh, I definitely yeah. did peak a long time ago. There's Didn't no... we all? Didn't we all? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I peaked sometime in the late 80s. Oof. I think I made it to the yeah. early 90s before... My, uh... I don't know. I mean, 86 was a good year for me. <laughs> was it? It's when um, License to L came out, and what's I forgot Madonna's album, but like that was a really good year for music, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, but you but you remember it at the time? Probably not, but still, I mean, you know. I don't know why I picked '89 out of just randomly, but I think it's because I just read that today is the 32nd anniversary of the Exxon Valdez disaster, which Jeez. was on this date in 1989. I think go, NPR was talking about go, that. Go figure. I forgot about that. Um, I was watch. I've been watching Chernobyl. Oh, so that's the, another thing that happened in '86. The oh, HBO yeah. show. <laughs> that's probably why that year has been in my head. Um, we watched only the first episode, and it was so depressing and hard to watch that, like, it's been like a, it's been like a week or two since we watched it, and we haven't. Like watch the second it, one yet? There's it, only like four, right? Yeah, yeah <laughs> it doesn't get any better, by the way. I know. I heard it gets worse. I, I haven't I haven't been able to pull myself together to watch it. I just like no, I'm good. I don't... I'm like maybe we should just watch Ted Lasso because I hear it's good. Yes, <laughs> that would be the the palate cleanser. I <laughs> that think. would. Yeah. I want to. I need to get Apple Plus just to watch Ted Lasso. I've heard such good things about it. I'll wait for season two to be done, and then I'm just gonna binge watch two seasons. How about you buy an Apple product and you get Apple Apple TV for free? Oh, you do? You, yes, you yeah. do for a, for a year. Yeah. For a year? Oh, I do need a yeah. new computer. It's there not, you go. Ah, you know, that Stimmy money's coming in. Oh yeah. So big, big time. You, you know, you like go. my laptop is eight years old now. Yeah, I don't know if I told the pod, but like that's all going towards property taxes and yeah. regular taxes. You did bring so that up. Yeah. You know, very adultish. Well, maybe I can share my password with you, Sam, if that's a... Uh... No, I have... Oh, have you have it? Oh, then... We have all the streaming services. I actually got um, a new phone a few months ago, um, just because, you know, I had an 8, and I'm like, I need a new phone. Ugh, yeah. Like, like, a, like a plebe. Good good <laughs> lord. I know. This is what happens, because I, like, waited three years or something ridiculous, which I never do. I usually just, like, get it every two years, right? Like, on the dot. But that's um, what they want you to do. 
I think I was unemployed at the time, you know, so I was just like, I can't really justify a thousand dollar phone. So, um, and the, I mean, I still have my eight. It works well. Like it's a great phone still. I tried to pawn it off to Mike actually. And he's like, I like my Samsung. It's actually newer than yours. And I'm like, fine. I was trying to get Mike to switch over to Apple. But... It's not, what I'd be honest with you. I'm, I'm on Mike's side now. And the dark side, I, I will take the green and run with it for the rest of my life because it is that much better than an iPhone. No, I hear it's great and like fo- like photos are great. I just don't want to relearn a whole iOS. I mean, that's just me being sheer lazy. Well, and partly because I did it during the quarantine, I was like, well, at least if I don't like it, I can go back to Apple, and it is that much better. Like being able to do multiple things at once without having to just shut down everything to go to another app. You can do two things. You can have split screens. You can do all these things where it's just a better system, it's a smarter phone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but your texts are green, so I listened to nothing you just said. Yeah, I'm aware. So everyone wants to hop on WhatsApp, Bullsh- and bull- so it, it doesn't have the uh, the system uh, of hatred. Didn't they just have like a huge security breach? The WhatsApp, uh-huh. like, yeah. So it's all sucks. Facebook is uh, ruining everything. Let's go. Just go back to using Friendster. We'll talk via Ooh, Friendster and our Filipino friends. Um or grinder DMs, we could do through grinder DMs. That's that's an interesting shout. Uh, mm. I did that be. with a I did that with friend of the show Janine and her sister, where we we matched on Tinder on purpose just so we could use the DMs as instead of to, uh, texting each other because we're stupid. It's it's a way of doing just it. Just to just to keep it interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, see what's out there in the Tinder world of got off i can only imagine what it's like now tinder i don't know i I did sign up for it just because i was curious if i'd like come across any like people i went to high school with while i'm here oh yeah uh no and it has that has not happened no you know married and living somewhere else i guess oh yeah yeah all the ones that uh got away wanted to get away left and all the ones that stayed are on their like third and fourth kids yeah you know how it you know how it goes. Tinder. Are there any are there any like single friends that like don't have kids and stuff, but they're they're still there in St. Louis and and live in life? You know? Um, none that I have. No. I have friends with like one child, friend of the show Ben Hockman, who lives who happens to live like three blocks from me, but they uh they are always are quite busy with a you know a child. Yeah, as, they're, as they're, the fir- their daughter's cute too. She's Very adorable. cute. First year, uh, first year of um, parenting seems like it's uh, kind of stressful. It's a time suck. Like, yeah. literally, like the first year, it kind of just goes by, and it's like a big blur. And I feel like you lose so much time. Um, Sam, you might be yeah. able to, to uh, agree with my theory of this one. The first birthday for your child is not for the child, really, as it is for you as a parent. For, that you made it. That you, you know that you kept them alive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That is purely that the child lived for a year under your watch as it it's most vulnerable. Right. Yeah. Because like you know, SIDS SIDS usually happens like within a year, so that's yep. kind of a big deal, and that and that still happens actually. Yep. Um, happens. Just randomly to this day, and I, 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 it's something that you just. I mean, obviously you could prevent certain things, but sometimes you just, just can't. There's no. It just happens. Yeah. But, but yeah, so um, it's basically the the kid's not going to remember it. It's there for pictures, and you just you know, get, provide a lot of alcohol, invite all your friends that have kids. That's what I did. Anyway, yeah. 
Yeah, we I got never. Like a, we got a taco cart. It was great. Oh, it was a good time. Never. Oh, yeah. I was there yeah, for that yeah, one. That was a good time. Yeah. yeah. Um, I never realized until uh, more more recently when my when friends started having kids that I because I didn't remember this from childhood. When we've talked about this on the podcast, Sam, because you said it culturally it's a di- completely different thing i don't remember all the parents and parents at like our children's our our birthday parties growing up just getting drunk i don't remember that wasn't paying attention or maybe my parents you weren't, weren't paying attention because everybody was drinking like yeah birthday parties were never really like unless like you went to like chuck e cheese or something where you went to like a place where i mean maybe sometimes they they serve alcohol and sometimes they don't but i find that like it's it's the same for every generation like kids birthday parties are just like whatever <laughs> you know and adults just get drunk yeah i enjoyed <laughs> it the few that i went to I, I very much enjoyed the drinking at these children's birthday parties but i just do not have, have any recollection of that as a kid but it, it also could have been um you know bill has very strict policies on his drinking he doesn't touch alcohol before 5 p.m that time has actually moved up it used to be 6 p.m now i've gotten him to change it to 5 p.m uh, for a and little... then Susan, oh, what's that? No, for for Jeopardy, Jeopardy hour, the five. Uh, no, post Jeopardy, post Jeopardy. Oh, yeah, post Jeopardy, but it has to be a civilized hour and drinking scotch before that. He doesn't drink beer. He actually right. just drinks scotch. So, and and scotch is, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, is not a three p.m. drink. <laughs> it's not a three p.m. drink because after you know, I'm good for. See, this would have saved me a fortune over the years. I'm good with two, like two scotches plus maybe a third, third of a glass of a third. I'm good for the night. I don't, you know, but then again, that would have taken away from our, our epic 16 hour drinking days if I was done after two and a half drinks. Yeah. I don't, yeah. So those epic days. We I, should be dead. I, I don't know how. I'm like, there are some question marks of like, why, why, why did we do those? Like, we all, We've talked about the Barney's Day, um, which is just wrong if you look at it in the grand scheme of things. I don't know if that could ever happen again, either, the w- no. with the way things are now. It's like you okay, have a 90-minute time limit, unless we're in Florida. Oh. So. Yeah, Florida's a free-for-all. The it, places here um, are opening up, and I don't – I have not heard – anywhere here having a time limit i know that's very much a thing in california but i have not heard about time limits here maybe they have them i mean i'm not going anywhere so i don't know Uh, i don't uh, uh, i'm in no rush to go anywhere who can say i still i i went for a walk on sunday and every restaurant like for those of you who don't know i live off the sunset strip and there's plenty of bars and outdoor seating now that they've opened up indoor and there were lines everywhere every single restaurant had a line out and i'm like what, really? what the hell is going yeah, on yeah everybody misses they miss going out to eat and, and like going to bars and stuff but like i mean is it safe no it's not safe even if you got your vaccinations it's not safe still people like i don't know we need more max our number, more vaccinations our keep, yeah our numbers keep going up and down um the, we're gonna yeah, have another just, wave they're just trying to squeeze another wave in that's really what it comes down to they're like i'm hoping enough people are vaccinated i don't really know to be honest like it's it's such a crapshoot. Like they just open up another wave for people to, 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 to get vaccinated. And then there's, um, I forgot, I think it's like Kedron. They're like this community, like they're trying to, to vaccinate South LA based on like zip codes. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so like, uh, people that are, you know, like in underserved communities and stuff. So that vaccination, I mean, there's, of course there's like, 
people coming from other neighborhoods oh, yeah. trying to get the vaccine. And I'm like, you guys just have to wait. Like, that's all. Like, the reason why the, this community needs vaccinations is because the majority of them are probably working still yeah. or, like, busy, and they can't, like, book appointments or they don't even know that it's available to them. There's a language barrier or whatever. There's a lot of different reasons, right? Mm -hmm. And so, like, they, I mean, it's, like, no appointments. You can just show up to show that your ID, that you live in the neighborhood with the zip code. Actually, my zip code just started qualifying, I think, this week. So anybody in my neighbor could get it now, which is awesome. That's are you, cool. you going to go get yours? Um, I got mine on Sunday, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. My first one. I got Pfizer. Oh. Nice. Nice. I've been, so, there is a it, place where you can go buy standby. Oh, where... yeah. Most drugstores, actually. Like, one of my friends, um, he, he lives in the Sacramento area. I saw him post on Facebook. He's like, hey, if you're just, like, at a random drugstore, like, around 5 or 6 o'clock, and you just happen to be there, and they, like have vaccinations left over like they'll tell you on the they'll tell you and you can just get it because it goes to waste yeah so. the the problem though at least i don't know how it is out there but and i just assumed that this wasn't a thing i assume that once you get your first vaccine the second one's guaranteed yes but no. if you but but it's not it's not oh wait. like you go like um i have cousins in chicago that got theirs at a cvs and they were it was like this they weren't quite they were they're in their 50s, so they weren't quite to the eligible level yet. And the CVS said, we can't guarantee your second one. You're going to have to find somewhere to do it. And my yeah. sister was the same way. My sister w went to Wisconsin to get her first shot. And they said, yeah, we can't guarantee your second. I just assumed the, they always guaranteed it. Why is the Johnson but, and Johnson one not out and about? Because everyone will be taking that one because it's a one and done. Yeah, but isn't that, what, isn't that one only like 70% that they said? It's like not quite as high? But if you were younger. No, it's still... It's still fine. Yeah. It's all, all oh, of no. them are fine. So, all of them are fine. Oh, no, no. I'm not trying to just say anything bad about it, but like I thought it, the number was lower. Yeah. Maybe it was just... slightly lower, but then it protects you against a, a different variant as well. So there's like a whole bunch of other things because they, they were later in the process. I think that it it um, kind of helps combat. I mean, I could be totally wrong. I mean, yeah. I've been listening to, to news and stuff. So I like it's all jumbled in my brain, but I think it helps protect against the South African variant. Or whatever. So because because the, the the research and stuff was done later, like they weren't approved until later. So they had a lot more time to do R and D, and and figure out like the mutations and stuff. From what I gather, I could be completely wrong. I'm, I mean, this is I forget that this is a podcast and people are listening to it. So I don't want to spread misinformation. I don't think but it those doesn't people... matter. Like all the doctors say that whatever one you get, you're fine. Yeah. Like just just get it. So that's all. If I, I don't know, Sam, I think people come here for their uh, medical information. Yeah. If they come here for medical information, they're in their SOL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's their own. That's, yeah, SOL that's is a good way I mean, of putting you took, it. You took the MCAT. I mean, at least you're a little bit more qualified than me. 20, what, 20, 19 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not. It was a while. I don't, I don't think my score is still um, eligible. I might have to take it again. Well, yeah. I mean, if my doctor, like, years ago, I'd be worried, too, because yeah. you have to constantly be taking, like, doing continued education and stuff. That's true. That's true. That's that, that's why all the um, all the surgeons that I went to um, for my hip, like, whether they were uh, first opinion, second opinion, the guy who actually did it, they were all super young, like, younger than us. And that, that was, there's something comforting about that, especially especially when it comes to surgery and, like, you know, not dexterity, but like yeah, dexterity. 
dexterity, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. Are you there's the there's the two schools of thought. Do you want like an older surgeon who has done it done it so long that it's just second nature, or do you want a younger one who probably is probably has less shaky hands and is is far more up to date with the newer procedures? Like I always think of Sam that that episode of Scrubs where Dick Van Dyke was still doing surgeries and he was doing it at like 80 some odd years old and he was doing procedures that hadn't been done in 30 years. Right. Well, I mean, that's, that's in a bubble where you, the, you can get away with not, no continued education. I don't think doctors can get away with that anymore. Like, oh no. Okay. Oh, so, no. But, but also like the thing is, is that like, if you have a young like doctor that is an egomaniac and thinks that he can do everything and he like is overconfident, that's a whole other issue too. Oh, I mean the God complex, God, like God yeah. complex of doctors. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, surgeons especially. Oh, surgeons well, tend to right. really have the god complex. I think that's more surgeons that do life life saving procedures instead of like the guy who's doing a hip replacement type surgery. Or are you, are you trying to say that a hip replacement did not improve my life? Oh no, it absolutely did improve your life, but it, like life saving. Save it, probably probably not. But it's still a very important surgery, and you want the best. I would prefer to have a middle of the road, like someone who's been doing it for about ten to twelve years kind of thing which would put him okay. in his early 40s and... well when i say younger I mean, i'm not talking i'm not saying that this the surgeon my surgeon is 20 years old no i'm saying he's like mid 30s yeah, well, unless he's doogie hauser he can't be a surgeon at 20 uh true because you know how much med school you have to go through and all that stuff well it's four quite, years quite, of med school quite, quite, and it? and yeah. residency and yeah what's two years residency two years of internship well, the, in, Sam, in Sam, Sam Doogie Hauser. Well, first off, wasn't a surgeon, but more importantly, right? But still, he, but more importantly, that's a dated reference. Now we talk about the Good Doctor on CBS. I don't he's, like the Good Doctor. Why? But he's he's like, like he's like twenty. He's like a twenty-year-old surgeon, and he has Aspergers, or is it? Yes. Is it? Yeah, Aspergers. Um, sure, but, but I mean, Doogie Hauser's just as good. I like Doogie. It's a dated reference. It's a dated, not actually. Most of the people listening to us, it's not a dated reference. But do but do you watch the Good Doctor? Nobody I know watches it. I liked it the first season. I have not watched it since. Because I, I feel like, like more more of our more of the people that probably listen to have have actually watched Doogie Hauser, but has not watched the Good Doctor. I do like Freddie Highmore, star what? of one of my favorite movies of all time, August Rush. I was I was a fan of that Cla- movie. Classic, classic, it's a banger. A lot of good music in um, that one. Oh, so many bangers in that movie. Um, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Sam, that's your fair. face is just like I, I can't, I can't with you two. Um, yeah. Hey, did you guys come up with your TikTok name? That was literally your only homework. No, we're supposed, to, we're supposed to. We were supposed to come up for other for the other people for you. Oh, I thought yeah. I was coming up with your own. No. So, so oh, should we push give, you for? You don't give yourself. You don't give yourself a nickname. Should we push to next week then? Okay, we'll push to next week. Apparently, Fine. we had a miscommunication. <laughs> we, did, we did not. Freak nasty, freak nasty, eight one eight. With Sam, would you say we had an ill communication? Yes. Oh. But please don't. Please don't. Sorry. Okay. It's a really good album, though. It's a very good album. Rest in peace. Rest That's in power. Sad. Well, the it thing is. is, I'm like. I think it's great that they're not continuing on as the Beastie Boys, like, you know, other bands, like whenever somebody passes or whatever, I, I, I think it's cool that they're just like, okay, it's done. And we're doing our own stuff. And mm-hmm. actually they don't even need the money. Like they're fine. Yeah. Oh but God. I, oh is God. There, wait, um, isn't there only one left now? No, there's two. No. Oh, okay. Well, I, I can't remember. Mike, I know Mike, one passed away. Mike, 
Mike, MCA yeah, passed away. Mike D. Wasn't that his yeah. name? Yawk? And then uh, yeah. the other Ad Rock is still around. And then Mike D is still around. Okay. Right. Um, I want to say they all live in LA now, or those the, the two of them left live in LA now. They're not even in New, in New York anymore, which I find fascinating. I Weather's will... a bit better. Yeah, but um, everything yeah. everything's better in California. Like I, I want to say, Mike D lives in Malibu. So, like, how do you beat Malibu? Like, in I mean, Brooklyn's great, but like, it's just so dense, and there's a lot of people. Like, if you couldn't afford a house in Malibu, like, why, why live anywhere else? Ooh, good lord, you want to feel old? The um, Mike D is fifty five years old. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That makes sense. Um, it's all just kind of. No, I uh, does not say where he lives. Sadly, who? Which was the one that was married to Ioni Sky? Was that Ad Rock or MCA? Ad Rock. Ad Rock. Sorry, I don't know what. Uh, don't is. worry about it. Um, it, Ad Rock was, and he's also married to Kathleen Hanna. Oh, okay. Bikini, Bikini Kill. Um, and Ioni Sky is now married to Ben Lee. She likes musicians. Yeah. Well, she's in Australia now. Good for her. That's that actually seems like that for the first time in my life, I'll actually say I Australia seems like a nice place to live right now because their lives Wait, are normal. Um, except except for the nine out of ten deadliest things in the world living there. But not, like have have you not been hearing what's been going on with the the, the swarms of spiders and Oh, I'm I am i am strictly speaking COVID here. here. Yeah, I understand. Yes, y- yes, they have spiders that are no, the size of swarming Christmas spiders. Where. Nate. And they probably fly. They probably fly. I avoid. I avoid anything related to spiders. So, um, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cool. I, I'm just saying there. There. There is a news report like where because of the flooding that's going on, there's been uh, a bit of a mouse issue, and um, th- they re- they referred to it as swarming spiders. And I'm like, I don't want to know what a swarm of spiders is ever. Like I'm thinking eight legged freaks. If anyone I'm, knows I that, think mo- film. Or, or arachn- I'm thinking more arachnophobia, the creepiest movie of all time. That is one of, probably one of the greatest horror movies ever made. I'd it, say, it's, well, especially if you're afraid of spiders. Yeah. I am definitely afraid of spiders because of that movie, but it's not just that. It's how they cut the trailer initially. I don't know how well you guys remember that one. Because you thought it was going to be a comedy, because it was John Goodman coming out, and he was just like... Yeah, hey, well, he, was, he still was comic relief. Yeah. But I mean, no. But, yeah. but you thought it was going to be a comedy because it was around the King Ralph era, yeah. and uh, you know, uh, Roseanne was huge at that time. And you're like, oh, John Goodman, this should be just fun, fun comedy about killing spiders. Yeah, it's kind of like a comedy, like a comedy horror. It's not. No, it's, it's like plain flat out freaking horror. Yeah, yeah, I remember being traumatized by that film because um, I don't know. I, I think I talked about this earlier, but like, I have an older brother, and he would always like watch scary movies. It's, it's funny to have me watch with him. That's but just it, it's just like it's literally scarred me for life. Like I hate scary movies because I would watch, you know, like Friday the Thirteenth, Time Halloween, uh, Poltergeist, like all the scary movies that came out in the eighties. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It. It. I can't. This is why I can't. I can't even watch like movies like um. And Sam got cut off. What a cliffhanger. That is a oh, hanger of... Can't wait to wow. find out what those films were. Oh, my gosh. Well, while she, while we're waiting for her to return, um, the what you were talking about, arachnophobia, how, how it was cut, you know, mm-hmm. to be something it wasn't. I'd say Scream was the reverse. Like, Scream, the, mm-hmm. the trailer... Welcome back, Sam. You left on one hell of a cliffhanger. 
like i don't what i just well i don't even recall what exactly you're saying because my um my short-term memory is terrible but you literally it was a perfect cliffhanger oh is i was talking about my brother yeah Yeah. something like that how i can't watch thrillers like like get out or us or any of get out is a bit different i wouldn't call that a horror movie it's more of it's just like a psychological thriller and those are a bit different like it's not like scary scary but it's yeah but you're white it scares the shit out of people of color yeah 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 it's true no it's um no it's it's like the sixth sense type movies like even the village scared me because it was just like a lot of suspense and thriller basically like those types of movies scare me even more like i'm totally down with like cabin in the woods like i like oh, that's a fun horror. one though that's a nice comedy yeah. that's like Shaun of the yeah. dead which is a horror movie yeah. well, but it's comedy yeah. well that's what i was saying when when sam was gone and now you're back is that like scream when yeah, it, scream, I watched when, it when you it first really saw it uh the first one we were in high school high school yeah um the but when they you that trailer first came out you you thought that that was like legit horror movie you didn't realize it was a meta making fun of horror movies and it was still had its scares but it was it was it was Wes Craven making fun of himself, which was and and to this day one of the all time plot twists was, you know everybody thought Drew Barrymore was the star of the movie. Nobody saw that one. Spoiler alert: nobody really saw that one coming. That she doesn't yeah, make she, it. She, she doesn't chose, make it five minutes through the movie. Yeah, she chose that role because I think they wanted her to be the main character, and she's like, no, 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 I want to be, I want to be this, the, the, this girl. Hmm. The um, and uh, also up, up uh, Rose McGowan. Spoiler alert: Rose McGowan, one of the all-time great film deaths, when she gets caught in the garage door. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, yeah, so the movie had some the, the second and third ones, and I never saw the fourth one, but the first one was quality. Second one was all right. Second one was a second one was all right. Third one, it was like okay. This Wait, is, was that the this... Hollywood one or was that the fourth one? The third third one was when they were making the movie about it. That was the third one. And the fourth Didn't one I came out. Didn't I watch it with you? Didn't I watch the third, one of the third one, third one, de- third one definitely came out when we were in college. The fourth yeah. one they, they did like ten years later. I, yeah, um, I will. I want to say I was an Ackerman, and they had a Q and A afterwards. You know how like they always do that with like yeah. the celebrities. So I remember doing that. I just don't remember who I was with. Probably, um, me. I would. It, I miss a, I miss movies like that. They were like two bucks. Oh, oh, the Q and oh, we and you know I've talked about the Q and As before, like the Jason Lee after. Um, dogma but that my favorite were you at the q a with uh, for analyze this yes, our freshman, our freshman year yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Here, our, our, i wasn't with you because we didn't know each other then no I that was, was our freshman Josh. year yeah our freshman yeah. year they did a screening in the um uh at the theater uh of analyze this before uh-huh. it came out and afterwards they were like oh we're gonna do a q a afterwards but they didn't say who was coming and we're like oh cool i guess it's a minor character but it was it was de niro billy crystal and um um harold ramis oh like all came out okay and, Ivan Reitman. oh harold ramis yeah yeah it was harold, harold ramis. ramis like i knew it was a ghostbuster that, that, that and <laughs> and a uh, bit of a time capsule the guy who emceed the q a was chris hardwick huh and that was that was chris hardwick at the height of singled out fame right 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 uh but yeah so like you know when they, you usually you, when you do they're gonna they're gonna they say like oh we're gonna do a q a afterwards usually you're not expecting the you know, A-list stars to come out. No, no. But we're, but I mean, we're in LA. I mean, they, li- yeah. they all live here. They all have houses. It's true. I don't think. It's true. 
a lot of colleges get that kind of a uh, treatment when it comes to uh yeah. you know my my favorite this is why we go to ucla <laughs> yeah I, I imagine usc probably gets a lot too i would, but, I would assume um, yes i think my favorite sam of those like going to see a movie where the started a q a either before or after was not ucla related i don't remember if you were with me but it was for um gangster number one the uh it's the british gangster movie with malcolm mcdowell yeah it was, it, it was playing at the new art and malcolm mcdowell <laughs> came he did a q a but i thought that it was so, he did a q a after the hugh did you see this movie amazing I, amazing 60s set gangster movie with malcolm mcdowell playing a crime boss i did not see um, this but you I would will. like it you should, a lot you, you would it. like it's, it it's actually really underrated You're very Noted. very good but but malcolm mcdowell it was very funny he came out before the movie to apologize for the movie because he's like i just want uh he said, I feel like I always have to say this to American audiences, but I have to apologize for the language in this movie. Um, it's set in the 60s in London. Yeah, I can so only we, remember. We say, we say, he's like, we say the C word a lot. Yeah. And, and he's like, please know that it has a completely different meaning there than it does here. I just thought it was really funny he had to apologize ahead of time. It has the just same so, meaning. It has it's the same, the same meaning, but, but it's, it's different. It's used far differently. Yeah, it's not the same kind of thing. As as Nate knows when I'm driving, um, yes, I've yeah. heard you use it. Well, I didn't, I didn't know the c word until like my senior year in high school. I didn't even know what it was or that it existed. Like we did like a whole American Dream project. <laughs> I don't know if you guys had to do that in high school. <laughs> no. And we had we we were all like, uh, kind of assigned different like groups of people that were like oppressed, and we got women. Me and my group. Oh. Um, my friend, you know, Mandeep, my friend Mandeep, she lives in Pasadena, mm-hmm. because um, uh, she went to college with me, but we got women, and then she, like, put a photo of cheerleaders with the, the letters, and it spelled the C word, and I'm like, what is that? <laughs> like, I didn't know, because this is before, like, any of the internet, really, yeah. like, you know what I yeah. mean? Um, but you just had to rely on, like, Encarta or encyclopedias or whatever, and none of my friends used that word, so I didn't know it was yeah. a bad word. So it was just really funny. Like I'm discovering like bad words <laughs> through <laughs> through like a school project. It's so strange. And it's like, not like your family would be using it very often. No. It's yeah. I, I don't know. Susan uses it far more than I'm comfortable with. Well, she, because she's, I'm, she's I'm talking for Sam that. and not not so much yeah. you, Nate. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Sorry. Because she's she's calling you that, so you're kind of used to it. It's true. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> it is true. I I yeah. allow it. Yeah. No. I mean. My like uh, half of my family was pretty religious growing up, so we didn't cuss at all. Mm. So like didn't like I mean I knew like all the bad words in Spanish. There you my go. friends. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Nice. But 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 like yeah, that's about it. And I I mean to be perfectly honest, like you know you would watch them in movies and stuff, and that that's kind of where I would get it. And I didn't watch a lot of British films, so there uh, you go. Because I feel like American films didn't really use it as much. It wasn't really like and a it's, common it's, term. It's, and it's a it's a certain type of British film, like like a, like a Guy Ritchie t- film or uh-huh. like right. Which one didn't like exist back then. <laughs> one like this that was set in sixties era London, right. and but like a you know something like James Bond would never use it because that was too family friendly. Those movies they wouldn't even jokingly use it in Austin Powers. You know, it, it was a certain type. I feel it was used a little uncomfortably large a number of times in Notting Hill. I like I don't get why Hugh Grant kept saying it, it was very strange. Because that's what she was. <laughs> she, you, know, you know he wanted to say it. No. You know Spike we, we, wanted to call her that the whole movie. We've too many times. Like, you, it all comes back to Julie Roberts, yeah. 
Yeah, about how awful she is in, like, most of her characters are in most of her movies. Although, this is the thing. I love Pretty Woman. I still love it to this day. Yeah. It has a lot of flaws, but it's such a great movie. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a... When you talk about, like, a romantic movie. And it's kind of a comedy. Like, I wouldn't put it lump it in with a rom-com, but, like, you know, it's a good... It's a nice balance know. of comedy drama. It's a dramedy. Yeah. Sure. We'll go with that. I mean, that didn't exist then anyway, so... Uh, once again. There's not that many... I mean, I mean, there's not that... I was talking to a friend about this, but there's not that many rom-coms that come out anymore. Like Too much money. That are good. Oh, are we good. are. No much. good, yeah. no. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, there's like the made-for-Netflix ones that... Yeah, <laughs> those are a lot of misses. Easy. They're extremely yeah. cheesy. Yeah. But or there's and I or, secretly love the teenage ones like P.S. I love you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, of course. I'm like I'm like this is right up Sam's wheelhouse of like movies I want to watch and <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with those high school ones and I'm no. just not gonna watch them all that much. But but they're still they're not as good as they used to be. No, and maybe but, that's maybe this is old man's get off my lawn of me. But like they used to be, and I'm not even talking like John Hughes. I'm talking about even like when we were like you know, like you can't hardly wait. You're um. Uh, what was the um, uh, the Melissa Joan Hart, Adrian Grenier? Um, Driving me crazy. Me crazy. I mean, but that's like crazy. Wow, how did I know that? That's that's yeah, a that's whole a... other subgenre. That's like teen rom coms. Yeah, that's, oh, that's... regular rom coms. You know, like oh, okay. Like Bridget Jones. Like I don't know. Like there's just a whole like gap of this past couple years where they just haven't really come out with anything that's just like a funny romantic. Did, comedy. Oh, was uh, a crazy rich Asians? Did, that's not a rom com though. I would. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to classify that yeah. because it's not super funny. There's a, there's no. a lot of drama. Which in it. which which one are you talking about? Crazy rich Asians. Ah, you know what? Um, I did did but, romantic like, did romantic comedies go the way of Katherine Heigl? They're just out of favor now because she was the queen of it for a while. Well, I never liked her, but I hear her new show is actually really good because of Sarah yeah, Chalk. Yeah, I've heard it's yeah. I mean, uh, but like, but I mean, I'm talking about like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like some fun cheesy ones. Anything like guess, um, Kate Hudson? I guess. Kate, yeah, like Kate well, Hudson, like like How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days, like stupid stuff like that, or like Thirteen Going on Thirty. Like I was just gonna say, Jennifer Garner made set made a few. Obviously, the obviously the Queen Meg Ryan, who is even right. making good ones up until more recently, like than her Tom Hanks ones trilogy. Yeah, and it's a trilo- It's a trilogy. Okay. Um. But like, uh, I Crazy Stupid um, Love was cute. I mean, Crazy Stupid Love was good. That was a good one. I, I as dumb as it is, I am a big fan of Kate and Leopold, <laughs> even Jesus, though it's very, very stupid. And I own both the movie like, and the soundtrack. Like you've got mail, right? Uh, yes, yes. You really have to find that co- like the duo, like the Goldie Hawn, Kurt Russell kind of thing. And you had the Matthew McConaughey, Kate Hudson thing for a while. It's... Yeah, they had, they, had, they had good chemistry. Yeah, Sam, anything Sandra Bullock was in, like I love. Oh, Sandra Bullock had sleeping, a good run. Which, which while you're sleeping, I know is an awful film, and I and I recognize that. It's yeah, awful. but people love but that I, one. I love it. Yeah. It's it's like a holiday film for me too because it happens during the holidays. But all I, the Sandra Bullock films are like oh, good rom coms. She, she like, and the proposal, um, the proposal's great. I, she yeah, she and Ryan Reynolds have great chemistry. Yeah. So I mean. They just don't make them anymore, though, because like the no. last, the last ones are probably what 2012, maybe at the latest. I don't know. They, I, I, I get that there's like funding issues and stuff, but like really though, like there's a lot of just really crappy stuff coming out. So and you're like, you might as well. I mean, always be my maybe was good because I like Ellie Wong. Mm-hmm. 
That was a. F- that was. That was a good one. I enjoyed that one. I guess would um, would you would Crazy Rich Asians count as a romantic comedy? We literally just talked about this like I five minutes ago. I wasn't. I wasn't listening. Um, I was looking at the. I was looking at the dog. The, the more recent ones, like Someone Great, came out recently. Oh, Someone Great's good, but it's kind of a downer. I don't even know if it's like a comedy. Uh, yeah, the, friend of the show, Kimmy's uh, fiance's sister wrote and directed that one. Oh, oh yeah. that's great. Uh, I, I love that movie. It's a great breakup movie. Like it's just so realistic about like people growing apart, like you know after college, right? And People like it happens. Like yeah. people break up, they like move to different cities, and it's just like you don't really see it that much because you always like root for them, and you always like. I mean, spoiler alert! I mean, you guys haven't seen it, but it's been out for a while on Netflix. But it's one of the it. things where it's like, yeah, people people move cross country, and sometimes their boyfriends or girlfriends don't don't go, and they move on. Yep. And that's life. Yep. You know, so it's uh, I I found it to be really really good, and I like what's her name from Jane the Virgin. She's she's awesome. Uh, America, um, not America. Sorry. No, the other don't, one. Don't exclude them. The other oh, one. Okay. I can only think of Jane Villanueva, which is her name in in, in Jane the Virgin. <laughs> uh, Gina Rodriguez. Yes, yeah, that's Rodriguez. the one. that's that's the one. You're welcome. <laughs> um, but Jane the Virgin is actually a really good show. It is a good show. I agree. I feel like it's very underrated. Oh. Now, would you consider Crazy Rich Asians a romantic comedy? <sighs> Nate. It, it yes does, and no. It does it's fall really under the rom-com Google search, so. Yes, I know. Oh, then, there's, then there's that's, the of, be, that's the be-all, tell-all. There's, like, um, there's a lot of drama in there, but, like, it's funny because, like, Aquafina's funny, yes. but nobody else is funny. Uh, <laughs> like, the, the cousin? And Ken Jong, like, like, her family's funny, but, like, yeah. that's it. The guy in the, the, the bachelor party guy, who's just, like, over oh. the top, that guy. Yeah, the cousin? Yeah. Like, that's that's about it. So there there's, like, little characters that are in there for, like you know, uh, some comic relief, but it's a pretty serious film. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, now, I, now I'm trying to think of when the last great romantic comedy was. Uh, you, you long know, shot it, it also, with, uh... I mean, it also doesn't help that Cameron Diaz retired from acting because she had some good ones. Yes. Yeah. Uh, sex tape. Was it I mean, that was a romantic odd. comedy. Um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That was a great one. For- but that was a long time ago. Yeah, like, was that was a long. That was. Uh, a I mean, when you said that, it was like early two thousands, man. Yeah, that. that yeah, was no, a... that was a great film. Like that's when like they were like kind of coming back for a while, and there were there was a lot of really good ones. Like I know that there's one with Rebel Wilson recently, but it just didn't look that good. It wasn't appealing to me. It's like I feel pretty or something. It's like she hits her head and she thinks that she's pretty, and I'm like, is, is that cool because she's overweight? Like I don't understand the premise of this film. Like, yeah. I don't. Like it's such a weird premise. It's like would oh, you she consider has the confidence now because she's. But I do like. Um, speaking of Rebel Wilson, um, I'm thinking of Amy Schumer too. Yeah. But I like Trainwreck. Trainwreck. Was I was great. just gonna say, do you, is that a, is that more like raunchy comedy or is that a romantic comedy? Well, I think it's both. I mean, I think that raunchy like bridesmaids, like I, I yeah. consider that a rom com. But yeah, it absolutely, is it is R-rated, but it's hilarious and event, which is a plus because I love Chris O'Dowd. Yeah. I, like, I, I like that he's a romantic lead too. Uh, me too. Chris O'Dowd would be a nice push to see some more, just like focus in on his awkwardness. Because I don't know, even, like the Nick Hornby movie was the Juliet in Love or something like that. Do we know Ethan Hawke, uh, where his wife is? Yes. Uh, the, where he's the musician? Yes. Is it is it Letters to Juliet? I'm confused. I think this. Yeah, yeah. I think that's Juliet. Yeah, 
no letters to Juliet. That was the the dude who wrote um, the Notebook. Um, that author who writes all the cheesy things. I can't think of. I can't think of the guy's name. Nicholas Sparks. Nicholas Sparks. That's the one. Nick, oh, I think um, I know that name. That's the one with Amanda Seyfried, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there, there's letters to Juliet, and there's the other one with these. Juliet letters, Naked right? is what it is. Close. A pretty, pretty good movie, but it's kind of serious, you know. And uh, well, it's Nick Corby. I actually, I actually rewatched all the before, before sunrise, before sunset. I forgot what they're all called. It's before like sun. And... Is before sunrise. Before, right, no, before, before sunset. Before sunrise. After sunset. But, after whatever. After, something yeah, I, I, I watched the trilogy um, again just because um, I just miss, like. I don't know. I just missed really good films, and uh, Julie Delphi and him are great. And I, I realized I'm just like, I can't believe they like shot these so far apart from each other. You know, like they. I mean, I don't know if Linklater like planned it that way, but it's kind of cool that they revisited. I mean, that's the kind of the whole gimmick of Boyhood, right? Yeah. Like they shot that entire film like um, on purpose. But like I think with b- the Before Sunset series, I don't know if they were planning it as a trilogy, but it it was really cool just to kind of have them see each other again after like x amount of years and, and kind of you know run into each other basically because back then they, they didn't have any like way of getting a hold of each other yeah i've had many many a, a spirited debate with a friend of the show kevin about this because those are like his favorite movies uh, the, the before trilogy i can't stand them i find them incredibly boring and i hate all three of them that's fine see, i've never seen see, them, so I can't it's because them. there's a lot of talking <laughs> It's true. I don't like talking. I need I need explosions and I need um, more explosions yeah. and car chases. Michael Bay, in other words, and and he- yes, and and uh, lens flares. Oh, and, and I need helicopters Edwards. circling overhead with these crazy random shots. I need CGI. I need Nick Cage. Damn it! If Nick Cage, ima- oh, imagine before sunset with Nick Cage and Julie Delphi. That would have been a movie I'd like to see. <laughs> I don't uh-huh. like Richard Linklater. Really, of all his films, um, Days and Confused is the only one I like. Like, I, I don't, I didn't like. I thought Boyhood was really boring. Did you watch Bernie? Uh, no, which the, one was Bernie? Jack Black. Oh no, I didn't see it, but I, I know of it. I read Maybe. that one, and you know, I was the one who was kind of against the idea of it uh, in the office. I was like, it's fine because it was a lot of improv. They left. You know, it was only seventy page script, which is usually ninety pages, and they're like, "We're gonna leave twenty pages open for Jack Black to, you know, be Jack Black." Yes, but playing the character that he was playing, which is just you know, in general, it got nominated for a Golden Globe at least. So, did uh, you like School I, of Rock, Nate? Oh, was that? You know, I did. I did like School of Rock. Okay, so may I? Okay, but, but like may, even like the animated ones, like Waking Life and Scanner Darkly. Mm, and I stuff. didn't like. Mm. No, I didn't like yeah, those. Kind of, eh. It's just not it's the same way I feel it well in a different way, but I you know, I've said many times how I don't like Wes Anderson movies. Did you watch the baseball no, one that he did? It's a it's a character flaw. What what you? Uh he did a baseball movie, like a college baseball movie. Linklater? Yeah. Um I mean but in, to be fair, I love Days and Confused. Yeah, so but... I'm not I'm not saying I just don't I dislike all of his work. But to the same extent, uh, to the same you know, I've said this before, Wes Anderson, I love Bottle Rocket. I just hate everything else he's done. You don't like the Royal Tenenbaums? Seriously, that's one of my favorite uh, Okay, films. well, I, th- I think we, this is we, this has come up before. I love Bottle Rocket, Rushmore. I liked 
Royal Tenenbaums has like things in it I like, like basically, of course, um, um, what's his name when he has the breakdown on the tennis court. That's, That's that that part I love. But I did like Rushmore. Rushmore was good. But Bottle Rocket I really liked, and just everything since then I have not. Uh, Nate, you got to go check out Everybody Wants Some. Everybody Wants Some? Wants Some, yeah. That's the, uh, came out in 2016. It's like an 80, 1980s kind of baseball movie, like in college. Oh, cool. So it's, it might be like a, a... Like a Bull Durham? No, no, it's like college kids. It's like uh, move days and confusing like, to college like in the bull... 80s. So it's like Summer Catch with Freddie Prince Jr.? Yes, and that, <laughs> yes, yes. Anytime I can bring up Summer Catch, I, I will. I know you will. I know you will. Yeah. What was the other movie baseball related with Timothy Oliphant? Did I just make that up in my head? Mm. Timothy Oliphant baseball. Or maybe, movie? maybe, or maybe it's Freddie Prince Jr. and I'm just replacing him. You mean Summer Catch? Yeah. <laughs> I need to. I need to look this up. I, I mean, I can't think of it, but anything with Timothy Oliphant in it, I'm good with. So. I love him so much. I'm trying to think of like Timothy Olyphant. Mm. There's, I want to say he did a baseball movie. Ah oh, man. I, know. I used to always see him walking around Westwood, with his uh, with well, the first time I saw him, it, it, he was with a very, he was walking around with a very young woman, and my first thought was, oh no, Timothy Olyphant, please don't tell me you're dating a teenager. Turned out it was his catch, daughter. Catch and release with Jennifer. Oh Turner. yeah. Oh, I do remember that. Good. Wait, memory. he was a Good baseball call. player in that movie because I thought it was like their friend died and it was like. Getting I don't her... know. There's baseball related. I I really don't remember it, but I remember baseball was involved. Okay. I have maybe no idea. I'm just completely making that up. Uh, well, we should do a disclaimer that um don't come here for your medical facts and definitely don't come here for your Timothy Oliphant facts because we're. Well, it's right. called Catch and Release, right? Are they that could be about a, fishing? That, that could be about fishing too. There was more fishing. <laughs> um, that was the the underlying theme of that one because uh, she, Jennifer Garner's husband had died, and I believe they were friends. Oh, that's right. And I now I remember that movie. They took her out fishing. I'm not saying that's what it is. I just kind of. No, I'm looking at the poster now. There's a fishing pole. Yeah. yeah. Why did I think it was baseball related? I, I uh, honestly catch 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 in the name. You know, I mean, probably because there's a because fishing I'm hat. very, I'm very into sports, guys. So, but speaking of sports, March Madness. I didn't realize that I missed basketball until March Madness happened. Well, that's because good. we didn't have it last year. That might be part of UCLA's in it. Sure. Um, Not just in it; they're making a run. <laughs> um. Yeah. I same I way. Wanna, I, I don't want to jinx it, guys. Okay. Well, I don't I'll, it. I'll, I I'll put follow, it like this. I didn't follow it until. Yeah, I like didn't follow basketball all season, and then now I've watched. Yeah, I spent I spent the entire weekend watching it, and not just because of UCLA. It's also all the games are exciting. Uh, and Oral Roberts is just a really fun name to say. Yeah, loyal. We're like so. Or, so Oral was like a really popular name back then because there's like Oral Redenbacher, but <laughs> apparently not anymore. Uh, no, it's like uh, one of those names that just kind of goes away. It's just like uh, old man or Orville Redenbacher. Oral. I don't know. No, Redenbacher was Orville. But even, okay, sure. So, okay, even older and not used anymore. Like, O like names Wilbur are going and, away. Like, 
Yeah, the the only the only two Orvilles I know are Wright and Redenbacher. Um, but Oral. Sure. Oral is um, yes, yeah, not a name you see anymore. He was also a. Uh, I don't. I don't want to get too religious or political here. He was a terrible person. I'm sure. Like like he was a televangelist that built the built his church of a lot of money. Yeah, like Liberty. That's um, a. That's it, a. It is. Oral Roberts was the Liberty University before Liberty University. Yeah. yeah. Um, which was it's surprising. I think most people were surprised to know that Oral Roberts has a has a basketball team. But yeah, look at them. Yeah, well, they're not exactly. It's hard. To, a lot of people are commenting though that they're they're not exactly a Cinderella team because nobody's rooting for them, but just because not, nobody's a big fan of Oral Roberts. People are having fun. They like look at the campus and it's like futuristic. It's ridiculously nice. It seems like they're like this is what happens when church money makes a campus. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And then you have well, they don't get taxed. Churches no, don't get taxed. No, and they should be getting taxes now. They're in politics, so you know that's got to change. And all their taxes luck, should go luck. to food. Good luck trying to change it. I know, never going to happen. But it would be nice for them to use the tax money of the churches to go to the homeless, the, the hungry, and all those things. It would no. take care of when, all those when, programs. Wouldn't that be nice? When did we become a pinko commie podcast? Go hug a tree. I will go hug a tree, sir. I will. Well, they're they're. I was listening to the news, and they're like breaking apart the whole Echo Park, like homeless community uh, over yeah, there, and people yeah. are, are are worried because like it could legit spread COVID. You know, like yeah, it's such a it's a, homelessness in LA. I don't want to be a downer, but has been getting worse and worse every year. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, no, so, they're, well, they're opening the, the. They built that complex down on Skid Row that has those mini homes, and then they just built Alex Trebek. They just built an entire complex named after Alex Trebek in the Valley. That's going to be able to house. I think it has 107 bedrooms or something like that for the homeless, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool, but, but that's not enough. There's 30,000. It's like no, no, it'll never be enough. Yeah. Um. But yeah, way to bring it down. Jeez. I'm sorry. It's okay. My God. We have anything, those moments. It's life. Depress- it happens. Any other depressing things you want to come up? Uh, oh, there's a ton. There's, there's, there's so, so many things that we can talk about. There's been shootings that have, have been happening. Like we Sam can't go about. outside anymore. Yeah. Uh, there's there was that report today that, about how uh, men's penis sizes is going down because of climate change. I thought it was about pollution. That? Was it climate change or oh. pollution? Well, it's it's pollution. They're all. I didn't same. really read it's, the it's, article. It's it's the manufacturing of plastics. Oh, that's it's causing. Wait, can men's... can they get smaller? I don't know. Well, here's the thing: is that it was a very attention grabbing headline. But the thing is, is that they're talking about over time. They're talking about the um, uh, a fully formed adult men are not having shrinking penises. No, but it is affecting developing like younger children that they're not developing as much and it's hurting sperm counts and things like that to the point where this, this woman who might be, she might be a little bit of a crazy person, but she claims that at its current rates, uh, all the, the, like the entire world will be impotent by 2045. That seems like a bit of a stretch, but basically, uh, so she's predicting that we're looking at a children of men situation. I mean, that Um, was a great film. It was a great film. Is that a romantic comedy? No, it's one of my favorite movies of all time, though. He and Julianne um, Moore did have some chemistry until um, they didn't. Spoiler I mean, alert. Spoiler alert, until they didn't. Another all-time great uh, movie death. Pretty, if we're, if we're, we're going to make a list, list of those. Pretty violent rom-com. Um, 
Yes, I'd say. I mean, um, no less violent than uh, Art. Well, no, it's not Art of War. What was the one with um, Tom Hardy, Chris Pine, and Reese Witherspoon? Reese Witherspoon. Um, that's oh. funny because I watched that like a year ago. Um, it's Art of something. It's a very, it's a very good-looking cast. Yes, it is. Oh. Um, oh, you know, another, if, if we're just throwing out romantic comedies, another one that I always loved is um, uh, oh, Keeping the Faith. Oh, yeah. Steve Martin? That's good. Was no. it? Oh, no, 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 no. no, no, no. Was See, Edward, uh, Ed Edward Norton. Norton. Yeah. That is Priest, a, the, Priest the Rabbi and Jenna Elfman. Yeah, that was a good one. The heyday of Jenna Elfman. I mean, she had a little run there. She had that. She had Ed TV, which was the just the weird. Darman and Greg? Darman and Greg. Ooh, yeah. She, that's kind of kind of been canceled, hasn't it? He has. Yes. Thomas. Yeah. Greg has been canceled. Ooh, Greg. The, yeah. The guy. The guy who played Greg and Darman. Greg. Thomas. Thomas. Uh, I wouldn't even be able well, to pick him out of a lineup. Not Thomas Wilson. It's Thomas something. Thomas Wilson's the guy who played Biff and Back to the Future. Um. He. Yeah. He's just abusive to people. Like evidently, he's just very abusive to people on sets. That's why he got fired from Criminal Minds. Um. But oh, that's, uh, like a, that's, a, that's a good gig. Like he, like, oh, he was a gig he was on for about ten years. Then he got yeah. he got repl- he got replaced by Joe Montana. Wow. Um, that's a, yeah. that's not a good gig to lose. I mean, it's a steady pay, pay like. Jenna, know, it's, a, yeah. it's a steady job. Jen Elfman was never canceled, but her career kind of just she kind of just went away. I don't know. If, She's pretty hardcore Scientologist, but that's not generally the type of thing that ends a career. That usually helps. A Supposedly, career. It had something to do with that, and it was "This Means War" was the uh, the romantic comedy. I was yeah. thinking. Oh of. yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, because because you, you kept saying art, and I was like, I don't know. No, I was thinking Art of War, which was the Wesley, Wesley Snipe one, and uh, yeah. And don't be not to be confused with God of War, which is a video game. And and Lord of War with um, Lord of War. Oh, that's Nicholas another. Cage. Cage. It all comes all Nicholas comes Cage. back to Nick. Back to Nicholas Cage. <laughs> that was and he was even by Nick Cage standards was like subdued in that movie, but Jared Leto got to play crazy. Like Jared Leto. Can we? Was something. Can we all watch? Can we all watch Face Off and talk about it? Because I love that. Do you movie want deep so dive much. into face? Deep dive into Face Off. Sure. I love that movie so much. All right, deep dive Face Off. I, I, I don't even know if I have a yeah. copy. I think it's I on it somewhere. On it's such a great film. That's all. Like, I don't know. I don't even know. I'm sure, like, because it, it's been so many years since I've watched it. I'm sure when I watch it again, I'll just be like, what am I thinking? But, you know. It, it, I don't, I, I, it's been so long since I've seen it. I cannot speak for if it um, holds up. But I imagine, like, all, it's, it's so crazy that how could it not hold up? Like, it was, it, it was crazy back then. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're and, talking about getting your face off and switching it with somebody else. Not just that. You're having body morphed as well and things like that. And then everyone that knows that you've done this is burned alive. And you know what? It stars, it stars a very underrated actor who I don't know was never why he's never bigger. Alessandra Nivola, who plays Pollux Troy, the brother. Mm. Right. So I, if you go, go look up his filmography, he should be a bigger star than he is. Does he just play that that secondary actor in everything? Um, that kind of just kind of yeah, kind of. But he's a gr- he's a great actor. Um, but yeah, he's 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 always second fiddle, but still great nonetheless. Oh, he was in. Oh, he had the the he was in. Oh, why am I blanking? 
American Hustle. He was in, yeah, but well, what I remember um, him from early on was when he was in Goal: The Dream Begins. Oh he yes, the, he's he the Englishman. The star, he was the star player on the on Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was a, that's an underrated soccer movie series, uh, except for the seri- third. Ta- I only saw the first two. The first two are good. Uh, third um, one did exist. It was all green. They ran out of money, I think, and so the third one had they changed the focus of the the lead, and it just never. Well, the the first one, uh, they yeah, they probably blew the entire budget on those cameos of like. Zidane and and Beckham and they, they had some serious cameos in that movie. They had some serious money too. Like Adidas sponsored those movies and and the World yeah. Cup. So I don't know. Uh, he was in Selma. Hmm. He, he was in Laurel Canyon, which is another movie I love. Yep, he played the rock star. Yep, boyfriend. Yep. That that was an odd casted movie in the sense that like it had some it had some power behind it nowadays with Kate Beckinsale, Christian Bale. Uh, was Fran- Francis McDormand? Uh-huh. Wasn't she? Yeah. It, you know, I had some, I had some people there. Yeah. Um, speaking true. of Kate Beckinsale, I mean, it's not a rom com, but Serendipity is still one of my favorite romantic movies, even though it's so stupid. So <laughs> stupid, but I, I love. I it know too. you have issues with the. Glove. No, I'm not going to bring the glove up. I enjoy it but as a movie because the I, movie is great. And that was that was one of the. It's 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 sad to see now because that was. Jeremy Piven is top five all-time wingman in a movie. Like, best friend. Funny best friend. Jason Bateman is up there, too. But, like, specifically with, with uh, Piven, specifically the John Cusack movies. Like, Gross Point Blank. Oh, fantastic. Um, uh, Serendipity. Like, he's such a good, funny best friend. The best, yeah. Um, underrated. Course... Gross Point Blank. Underrated rom-com. Yeah, I love oh. that. I love that movie. I watch it like I, once a year. Oh, that movie's fantastic. I love that movie. Yeah. Amazing soundtrack. Yes. Um but yeah, but now Jeremy Piven even if Jeremy Piven weren't canceled, his he and John Cusack despise each other. So it's oh, not like they were bad. they weren't they weren't going to get that band back together. Yeah, that was an entourage thing where he got he thought he was too big. Yeah. You know, he I'm sure he resented the entire time. You know, he and Cusack grew up together. And Cusack was always the bigger star, but I'm sure he he had a lot of resentment towards it because they were they did get their start together. I mean, hell, it, you know, all their movies. Like, was it Jeremy, because Jer- of Entourage? Was it because of the show Entourage? Uh-huh. He became super popular. Yep, and yeah, he won he the Gold Globe, was, and he was like to everyone. He, he basically was said, "I'm no, I'm no, probably. I imagine so. I imagine so. Um, I, yeah, he 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 thought that he was second fiddle to no one anymore, and then now he." Bet he wishes he was second fiddle. Eh, that was yeah. He got he got me. Was it a me too thing or was it just kind of like? I think it was. I don't think it with him. It was any specific thing. I think it was just the way he treated people. I don't recall if there were specific stories of. There, I'm I, sure there were. Sto- I'm sure there are stories out there of him treating women. Not certain so ways. He yeah. basically was he basically Ari Gold. Yeah, that was more yeah. it. That was more it. The people just hated him. Like he was just a dick. And that, that can get you canceled, too, just as much as, like, sexual harassment, sexual assault. Like, just being a general dick can be, make can can hurt your career. Absolutely. But that, Especially when it, it can get around quickly. I, know, I just remember, like, the food poisoning when he was in a play and just kind of, like, yeah, bailing quit, out a bunch of things. Yeah, quit the play because he had mercury poisoning. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's, uh, have you, speaking of men who are canceled, have you seen Chris De, uh, D'Elia's? his what his comeback that he's trying to make on oh, that, instagram that, that oh really, god really. no what is it 
he's doing he's just been posted he's a father now and he's kind of leaning into like sweet videos with his kid like he's making instagram videos completely ignoring any and all accusations against is he married them. or is it like baby no. mama baby mama uh, but like he's making these videos to try to get people to forget about all the terrible things but these videos are just like look how wholesome i am like i'm a father and it's the most disgusting did he, thing. did he did he did he have the baby willingly <laughs> he might have purchased the baby online i don't know no, no i'm just talking about was that through consensual <laughs> Uh, probably yes. I'm kidding. But the thing that's the thing that's most disturbing about it isn't that he's, you know, he's trying to re resuscitate his career. Okay. The thing that's disgusting is you if you read the comments. Oh, because I don't know. the Dalia the Dalia fans are they're like Rogan Joe Rogan fans that same uh. ilk where like they are they'll support him no no matter what and they think all of the accusations are fake. Yeah. It's, it's that it's the, those bro those you know the, the right. bro crowd. Um, so the comments to that are it's they're just disgusting. It's kind of in the same way that every so often Kevin Spacey releases these weird videos that kind of they're these videos like, "Hey, remember me?" Like yeah. he doesn't ever acknowledge any of the stuff he's accused of. They're very strange. No, it, it's funny. There's a video that was circling around Twitter of him finding out that uh, you can save Snapchat's comments and statements. Like and oh really? Yeah, and like. You know, if you send photos, like, people can save those. And there's, like, a look of his face when he finds out that, like, he's like, oh. And it's, like, the slow motion turn to camera where he's, like, he's realizing he's, like, oh, I'm fucked at one point. Yeah. yeah people people can, can, can do screenshots and stuff. Like, what? people are dumb to think that, like, things erase. Things never erase. No, no, no. If you don't want them to, no, don't. You can, if there's direct messages, yeah, you can, yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh crazy times people are dumb oh i'm sorry i have a hard i have a hard out i got yeah no worries no it's, it's no it's time for the show to end anyway so you're that's what she said sam 